Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. Sounds good. Sorry, I'm eating some crackers (laughs) while I drink a Heineken. Oh, an odd combination to be sure. What do you want with your beer? Crackers. I'm at home. I can eat anything I want. <laughs> and my boss was like, look, if you run it, I'll pay you double. And I said, you got it. Oh, double, you say. <laughs> uh, wait, I'm sorry. Let's try that again. Oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> That was perfect. Double. <laughs> you remember the guy at LexCon? <laughs> oh god. Dry boo. I, I I don't know what a dry boo is. God. You mean drive the American you, word? You take a you take a wet boo and then you dry it and <laughs> dry boo. It's just a dry margin boo. <laughs> I've got like one foot in the door for twenty nineteen. Yeah, I'm I, so I, ready. Great for the show of a year to be over. No, you know what? For me it really hasn't been that much of a sh- show i mean the world is burning around me but i had a pretty good year <laughs> i finished a uh, heineken so oh sweet yeah he's he's good in le- hi, welcome to no i'm not welcome to our last episode of the regular episode of the year guys Woo! no i'm not like that but oh, yeah, <laughs> i'm a little bit more fluid i'm i'm more relaxed it's a good thing we're not taking on any controversial topics tonight, because... Oh, shit. <laughs> it's about to get wild. <laughs> Guys, I'm getting there. That's fine. I'm getting there. I've got all the time in the world. I've got nowhere to be. It's a chill night. We're just doing our thing. That makes me think it's the exact opposite. No! I'm not, I'm not being a sarcastic dick! I... <laughs> It's all in the delivery. It's, yeah, we're not doing anything or anything. No, I'm not. No. Was that to leave it up to our listeners to guess? Our listeners are always guessing. It's my thing. It's my thing. Keep them guessing. I think half of them think you're some kind of, like, robot we've made up or something. I know. I'm also (laughs) not Sasha Craig. We've established that. I know, but some people... they just don't get it. They'll never understand. I'm not Sophia Bush. I'm not Sasha Craig. Not a robot. If they haven't figured it out after yes. five years or think that we're the actual cast of Beast Morphers, you may have never listened to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I might be Jackie Sislowski. We don't know about that one yet. <laughs> you know, you have been gone a few times when we've recorded where I was like, she filming? What's going on? I know, right? Like. Anyway, anywho, anyway, today on the power hour. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) But if you would like to read the ad once more, you can. I was going to offer my services. You can read the ad. Let's all take turns reading the ad. Why not? (laughs) Why not? But the intro is mine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! 
Today on the Power Hour, episode 131, Ranger Recap 2018, recorded on December 17th, 2018. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. So I'm going to ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as Trekkie B47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. Okay, I'm confused. Am I actually doing the act? Yes! Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and? Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by... Insanity. Oh my god, okay. can someone just take it from the top? Thank you. I'll, I'll do it. <clears throat> okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey. It's a wacky night. It is a wacky night. And um, it's been a wacky year. It has. Good segue. Yes, thank you. Uh, it becomes less of a segue if you point out that it's a good segue. <laughs> that so- is a lie and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there, grown mm-hmm. of indifference. There we go. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's back, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a while since we've actually done a, a ranger recap for the year about the uh, year i'd say no the last time we did an episode for ranger recap of the year oh. was in 2015 really wow yeah so we did 14 15 and then we just kind of did whatever for the we, next two years we, we, we stopped remembering <laughs> how to like count i guess I, that's that's funny but this was a really insane year for the brand and a good year for the podcast uh, 25th anniversary of power rangers a lot of stuff happened and we just want to reminisce with all of our listeners and i just want to thank all of our listeners who really come out in full force and respond to like our ranger nation answer segment we also got a lot of questions that we need to answer tonight. So I really appreciate all of the listeners that we have, the community we have on social media, and just being able to give a voice to our listeners and, and Ranger Nation. So mm-hmm. I'm really grateful for that. Absolutely. I mean, the fans, the community, everybody supporting us and listening to us week after week. We couldn't do it without you guys, and we only do it because of you guys. So thank you so much. Yeah. Time and time again, but I still cannot believe the people listen to us and that we have received <laughs> such like a. I just can't believe we've received such like a good response. Okay, I'm glad from you the like, fandom. Yeah, I'm glad you like, have a point just, with the end of that. I always have a point, Zach. Anyway, anyway, it takes me a while to get there sometimes, but yeah. <laughs> um, I can't believe people have had such like a good response to us. Mm-hmm. And it started as just the middle of the night type thing, yeah. like just like a random idea Eric kind of had. And then we just kind of jumped on board and then it just became this thing. And we've been going yeah. for how long now? It's almost five years. Almost five years now. Yeah. It's nuts. It will forever amaze me. And we've been so lucky and we owe it all to the people who listen to us and 
the people who interact with us and couldn't do it without them. No, we really couldn't. And the reason we dedicate so much time to this is because we love doing it. I love podcasting. I've been podcasting since 2012, and this gives me an outlet to connect with people. I'm glad that for the past five years, the both of you have been pretty much my best friends throughout this whole thing. I mean, we'll get mushy on our fifth anniversary special, but we're about a month away from our fifth anniversary. I've got some plans. I've got plans I haven't even discussed with the two of you yet. Oh. Oh, surprises. (laughs) I really want to make the fifth year our best year of the podcast. And already we've got some amazing opportunities. Press for C2E2, press for toy fair which i'm so glad that i was able to get and that was on a whim because honestly i mean we're just you know i say we're just a power rangers podcast but we have the numbers we have the support from the community and i did something on a whim for toy fair didn't think i would get in but we got in we got in and to be in on toy fair for the first reveal of hasbro's brand and I mean, nothing's confirmed yet. Like, I don't have an appointment with them. There's no set thing yet or whatever. But that's the type of opportunities that our listeners have afforded to us. And I will forever be grateful for that. Mm -hmm. The ability to, I just get to shoot the breeze with my friends for a couple hours every other week. And this podcast is my outlet from long days at work and it's something that i can just chill i can put my creative energy into yeah there's a lot of sleepless nights editing and friday nights going into saturday but thankfully i have a a supportive wife who lets me do it our schedules allow me to do this and it's just awesome and i wouldn't trade it for anything in the world and 2018 has been a really great year not just for the fandom but for us as well and we've interviewed some amazing people actors we've interviewed other fans a lot more and that was my whole goal with the 25th anniversary year was to really put a focus on our original mission statement like to be a voice for Ranger Nation to promote other people in the fandom and to celebrate the franchise that we all love. Even when it's at its weirdest and critically worst times, we've been through some pretty mm, eh, seasons of the show. But, <laughs> but the fact that we don't have to rely on the show to make the podcast, that's, that's the thing. Like Power Rangers could stop airing tomorrow and there's so much material from 25 years that we can dig into and talk about and, and whatever. And Mm -hmm. I'll keep doing this podcast until I can't anymore. And whether that's a year from now or five years from now, or God knows like whatever, we just want to have fun and interact with our listeners. And that's my favorite part. Even though we keep saying this, like the fact that we're able to get, All of these responses, when we put out the question or have people ask us questions, is incredible. And they're able to do it at at such a short notice. Honestly, I didn't know what I was going to do for this episode, but we pulled it together in a day. And yeah, so I'm rambling at this point, and I don't know if that's the beer talking. But anywho, we've got some news. (laughs) I don't know. You guys want to add to any of that? 
I just like how you're like, listen, this isn't going to be a big mushy speech, and then it turned into a big mushy speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I pretty much agree with you, though. Yeah, no, just like, honestly, like, yeah, I, keep, I, I. Sorry. Go ahead, AP. <laughs> okay, this is five kidding. years and we're still working know, it out. People still talking over each other. It's it's just uh, it's terrible. I'm sorry, we're, AP. We're a family. That's what families do. Yeah. Oh, we're. But, a nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sentimental drunk. Don't drink in podcast, kids. <laughs> Stay in school. Um, but no, I'll keep doing it until I can't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah, same. I love hanging out with you guys. I love talking about this fandom that we share. I love being able to geek out about all the cool news. And speaking of cool news... Now that's a good segue. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we do have a couple uh, DVD announcements, and this is great. I tweeted about this last week. I was like, oh, I think we're due for another Shout Factory announcement. And sure enough, Shout Factory announces Ninpu Sentai Hurricaner DVD release coming out on March 26, 2019. Yes. And I cannot wait. It just means we're one step closer to Decker Ranger, which is all I care about. <laughs> just please, Shout Factory, my Christmas present. In 2019, I just want Decker Ranger. That'd be really sweet. I'm excited because Decker Ranger was my first Sentai, and I haven't gone back to a lot of older Sentai before that. I know of them, and I know the actors, and you know I've seen clips and some episodes here and there. But I really like that Shout Factory is giving everyone the chance to explore where Power Rangers comes from. Yeah, and Hurricane It's a cool season. I love the suits. I can't wait to actually watch the show yeah and i mean it must be doing well enough for them to keep releasing them for this long too yeah and that's something like i said either last week or a couple weeks ago brian ward at chow factory he's he's always told me hey as long as people keep buying them and the sales are there we'll keep making them and that's just incredible that there's fans of this franchise and of sentai that there's enough of a sales base there to keep these going I can't wait. I would love to when they finally get current. That would be incredible. That would be amazing. I hope for Bokanger. Bokanger was the first one to be filmed in widescreen in HD. So, will they switch to Blu-ray? That would be incredible if they were able to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, remember when they first announced that they were going to be covering uh, Sentai? And they're like, oh yeah, we're going to do Ranger, obviously, because Power Rangers. And we all sat around going like, man, wouldn't it be great if one day they got up to this point and this point and now it's like it's happening it's happening and that's amazing and i love it and yeah bring on the sentai and they've even started to kind of go backwards too so it's like nuts jetman yeah i really need to catch up in buying these and you know i think maybe for christmas i'll I'll get a few or whatever for myself but there's just so much amazing content out there and you can even watch these without a dvd release like shout factory tv has the seasons up right now. They also run free on Tubi TV, which is an app. You can put it on your Xbox or PlayStation, whatever, and you can watch the Sentai without buying these DVD sets. Even GoGo5 is up there, so AP, you want to see where Lightspeed Rescue came from? You could do that right now. That's amazing. Not right now, because we're recording. But... <laughs> yeah. Oh, f- Eric, you got my hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, wait, GoGo5, I'm out of here. <laughs> 
But it's because of that access that now we got podcasts like our friends over at Mostly Speaking Sentai, which we'll be recording a, a future episode with them in a couple weeks. And they're able to do that podcast because, hey, look, it's all free. You can stream it and, and watch it everywhere. So, yeah, I mean, if you told me five years ago or, you know, even 10 years ago that, you know, we'd have legal Sentai like this and you could access it multiple different ways i would have looked at you funny now we're here and we're getting closer to the 2000s for sentai yeah we're already there we're in this century of sentai and i can't wait to watch these and i can't wait to see decker ranger again in like dvd quality not like a bootleg hong kong subtitled thing i'm very excited for this yeah i'm just hoping they get current soon even if it just takes them maybe i mean i hate to say it but kind of like the legacy figure type uh method where they were gonna release the current season with the past seasons right maybe like the next release could be after hurricane of course like abba ranger and then go busters at the same time and then just fill in the gaps that way that would be cool because if they could release like go busters as beast morphers is airing i think that might be a cool strategy yeah that'd be pretty sweet and even if they do get current i would love to see a release schedule where it's like older sentai release newer Mm -hmm. sentai release older and i mean there's 45 or whatever years of sentai and they've already released like a fourth of it that's pretty good (laughs) like Mm -hmm. we're doing pretty good to have legal sentai here in the u.s and i just bought a ton of garo blu-rays and I didn't even know that that would even ever release here. And and here we are. So it's a great time to be a Sentai, a Tokusatsu fan. Power Rangers could end next year and I'd be good for entertainment. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want it to, but it'd still go in some form or fashion. So Shout Factory, we'll keep supporting you. Keep releasing them. Please get to Decker Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Decker Ranger, Maji Ranger, Boke Ranger. That's like my trilogy. I pretty much collected everything from those three seasons. So if you stop there, whatever, but don't stop. Moving on, our next DVD release that's coming out a month before. So on February 5th, it's Power Ranger Super Ninja Steel, the complete season. Three DVD set featuring all 20 episodes, plus the seasonal specials, which includes uh, the Poise Show, which featured Dino Supercharge and Super Ninja Steel crossing over. And then, of course, Dimensions in Danger. That's coming out from Lionsgate. It'll retail for 20 bucks. Amazon always has it cheaper. You can get these complete season sets for like nine bucks on amazon so yeah it wasn't a great season and i probably i only watched like three episodes from that season but i'm a completionist and i have all of the sets so (laughs) why not (laughs) and then not dvd news but comic news go go power rangers the comic has been nominated for best comic of 2018 over at ign It's written by uh, Ryan Parrott, illustrated throughout most of 2018 by Dan Mora, and it's up for the Best Comic of 2018 award at IGN. We'll include a link so you can actually vote for Go Go Power Rangers. If you haven't read it, definitely check it out. Uh, Right now in the comics, it's the only way to see the Mighty Morphin team, and it's going up against some strong competition. Most of these I haven't 
read or, or heard of, but Batman, Black Hammer, Age of Doom, Black Panther, uh, East of West, Kill or Be Killed, The Mighty Thor, uh, Monstrous, which uh, my wife actually reads, Saga, which is pretty dang good, and uh, Transformers Lost Light. So it's got some pretty big competition, but if you like Power Rangers, if you've read this comic, even if you haven't, I highly suggest you do. In my opinion, is definitely worthy of best comic of 2018. Yeah. So go, go Power Rangers. And here we are, 2018. What a year it's been. <laughs> <laughs> what a long, strange trip it's been. <laughs> It was really weird. And I'm just going to give like a brief timeline. Just going through some of our news items of the year on our site at rangercommand.com. On January 10th, it was announced that Super Ninja Steel would premiere on January 27th. There was that. So there's a big press release about the 25th season. And then that's when they first teased something would happen this season for the show. We didn't know what it would be. So there was that. And then about a month later... It was first announced on February 12th that Saban Brands and Nickelodeon announced the extension of their Power Rangers broadcast partnership through 2021. So we got that. Okay, the show's still going. All right, cool, I guess. And then literally four days later, or three days later, on February 15th, Saban Brands announced that they were ending their 25-year partnership with bandai for their master toy license agreement that was the first news that it would end in april 2019 yeah it was chaos we all were like what is going on Mm -hmm. it was insane and literally i'm not even lying literally the next day on february 16th it was announced that hasbro has received the Power Rangers Master Toy License. And so we had that press release go out. In February, it was like a one-two, like, bam, bam. Yeah. All right, Bandai's out, but whoa, here's Hasbro. And we're like, whoa, what what happened? Yeah, it's crazy. But not as crazy as what was about to happen. But yeah, we were like, oh my gosh, Hasbro, this is insane. And even in their press release, they were saying that Saban's Power Rangers are universally recognized as their hallmark attributes of teamwork and inclusivity, perfectly aligned with our core values at Hasbro. And I think within the coming months, there was like some quote where he said that the brand was undervalued and this and that. And we were like, oh my God, did someone pinch us? Like, what the hell is going on? I think we were all pretty floored by it, right? Yeah. I don't want to say I didn't see any of it coming, but I kind of expected something big to happen, but it wasn't that. I mean, I think we all knew that the brand is kind of languishing with Bandai. Like, the toy quality has been going down. We all kind of had a feeling that something was maybe going to change. I mean, it certainly had to. Something was up. Yeah. Something was up. But none of us predicted this. Yeah. Nobody. I remember telling my friends who are not as hardcore into Ranger fandom... I was like, oh, yeah, you know, now Hasbro has the license for toys. And I remember my one friend who's big into Transformers was like, wow, that could be amazing if they do transforming Zords and things like that. Yeah. And he's absolutely right. If whatever we see from Hasbro in the next few months is like that at all, it's going to be amazing. And I can't wait. Mm -hmm. And the announcement didn't stop there because the very next day after that, on February 17th, They officially announced 
Power Rangers Beast Morphers. And that's when we were all floored that it would be a Go Busters adaptation. That was insane. I was in shock. It's like, oh, it's going to be Q-Ranger because they're not going to go back. It'll be Q-Ranger because Q-Ranger sold really well in Japan. It sells itself. It's really cool. It's a space theme. Kids like space. And then they're like, yeah, no, we're going back to Go Busters and you're going to get Beast Morphers. And we all went, what? They showed off the logo, which was the new brand logo. And there was a leak the night before they made the official announcement. There's that video where the old Saban Power Rangers logo lightning bolted and turned into this. And we were like, what the hell? (laughs) And then this announcement came the very next day. And to really kick off the first part of the year, we were hoping that the 25th anniversary would be big, but no one expected this. And the fact that they made these announcements like, one, two, three, like day after day. Yeah. That week was a roller coaster. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The fandom went absolutely nuts. I just remember being in like actual shock that we'd actually be getting the GoBusters adaptation. They're some of my favorite suits. Yeah. Just the concept, like how different than past seasons. You can't deny that, like visually, thematically, like just everything. It's different and it's it's a direction I was never expecting them to go in. It just felt right with the whole Hasbro announcement. Mm -hmm. If they wanted a fresh take of the franchise, this was definitely it. Mm -hmm. And it was so cool when I went to San Diego Comic-Con for the Hasbro thing, got to talk to Jason Bischoff, who thankfully made the transition from Saban Brands to Hasbro, along with some others that we respect from the Saban Brands team. And he confirmed that, yeah, they were remaking all the monster suits from scratch. The suits were brand new. And God, what a cool thing to see those suits in person. I was in shock because they look so good in person. That was like fresh leather. It looks awesome. And it just fits the morphers, the zords, the spy theme. It all fits with kind of like this action brand for Hasbro. Fandom went nuts because... We all thought that we'd never see GoBusters ever be adapted. Once they skipped, it was like, all right, well, I guess they're never going to do that. But now, because they went back, well, that opens up the possibilities. Is Tokyo next? Is Tokyo oh, next? Mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know which direction they're going to take. They could skip around all the time. It's nuts. Yeah, they could skip around, they could go animated, they could do anything that they want. And that's what's crazy. But not as crazy as on May 1st, so a few months later, Hasbro's like, oh, you know that Master Toy License deal? Forget about it, because we've just acquired the entire franchise. That was the bomb dropping. That was Mm -hmm. huge, because it suddenly opened up the franchise to the possibility of another movie with Hasbro's yes. film division, because Lord knows those Transformers movies are just money-making machines. Yeah. And honestly, if they gave the same treatment to the Power Rangers franchise, whether or not they do a sequel to 2017 movie, or if they just completely do a brand new origin movie again, whatever they do, it's going to make bank. Yeah, and it wasn't a small amount. It was literally like half a billion dollars. Yeah. That's 500 million. And we talked about this. We did a whole episode talking about the whole press release. We analyzed that sucker. We went full into it because it's exciting. It's unprecedented. 
We knew things were going to be up when Bandai got kicked out. And then we're like, oh, snap, Hasbro. Yeah, if you remember, like, the the press release when they had acquired the Master Toy License said something to the effect of, with the option to own the franchise Master License across the board. But they made it sound like that might take a while. Because they said it was like some period of time there's an option to do that yeah exactly mm-hmm. that was such a misdirect on their part like i don't know if that was just like eh, maybe to throw everyone off because they were still making the deal but the fact that three months later they're like you know what we own it now mm-hmm. that was so incredible yeah it was the fastest lease to own deal ever <laughs> yes <laughs> and then we had power morphicon We got their big press release that we posted on the site. Started out in July when they started making the big announcements. And then that whole month and a half before the show, the convention exploded with just the amount of guests that they were able to get this year. Zach and I had a great time there. Really missed UAP. Uh, Or did we? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But no, like it was just such a great opportunity to talk with all the people, make the connections, Enway, Renegade Games, to talk with our listeners, with Jason Bischoff at Saban Brands, the Ranger Danger guys, got to see Steffi and Liz and Jay from Orphan Legacy and all the people that we had uh, highlighted on our Ranger Nation spotlight. It was cool. And then at the end of July, we got our first details of the 25th anniversary episode, they released that image with Jason Font, Jason David Frank, and Catherine Sutherland doing their morphin pose. We got this trailer from IGN, and we saw Gemma from RPM, and it was like, oh, wow, they're really taking off with this anniversary episode. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. They had the release of the Ultimate Visual History I'd reached out to them a while ago when they were putting together the book, sent them some scans of continuity Polaroids I have from Time Force. Didn't end up using it, but we'll get into that later. But the fact that they were coming to us and saying, oh, hey, here's a press release. Here's a press copy. So that was pretty cool, too. And it turned out to be an amazing book. It was definitely one of my top recommendations on our holiday gift guide. And this episode releases like three days before Christmas. So I don't know what you're doing, but if you can still get a gift like that, then do it. (laughs) And then in September, we got the Beast Morphers supporting cast announcement. This was after the big cast reveal at Power Morphicon with the three main Rangers. And we got this supporting cast announcement. Just a great group of young, talented people. They have been blowing up social media. They're really active even when they're filming. And I don't care what the quality of the show is going to be. I don't know what the show is going to be. But this seems like a really fun group. If you follow them on social media, they're a lot of fun. They have great chemistry. And if any of that chemistry translates to the screen, we could have an as lovable cast as we recently had with Dino Charge. Say what you will about the Super Seasons. But I really enjoyed the Dino Charge cast, and just following mm-hmm. this cast, they seem like a really great group of people. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. And then we had the Street Fighter Legacy War showdown video with the Ryu Ranger, Jason David Frank, Sierra Hanna, just some big names, and we got to see some past suits, so 
There's a little bit of a Shattered Grid vibe in there, and that was a cool, neat little video just to be a really cool commercial for the game, I guess. But no, it was a fun video, and I like when the brand takes chances like that and Mm -hmm. delivers something a little bit for the older fans. And it was cool. It was a good fight. Ban the Sun really know how to choreograph some stuff. That was kind of all the major highlights, at least in terms of the timeline for what happened this year. We have no idea of what's going to happen with Beast Morphers. There have been so many set leaks, and shout out to Mir at the Power Scoop for staying on top of... I really don't know where she finds most of these pictures, (laughs) how she finds them on Instagram, It's been cool to see like the behind the scenes as it films, not just from the cast, but just from whatever pops up. For me, there's definitely some hype there. Yeah. Spoiler alert, but the video where we saw them do the morphin call. Yeah. We clearly didn't see them morph, but just seeing them do that Mm -hmm. just cemented my excitement for this. Yeah. I'm as hyped for beast morphers as I was for Dino Charge. Yes. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Maybe I'm even a little bit more hyped, just because I like the suits so much. (laughs) (laughs) I think those suits are so amazing. They are so good. And uh, just recently, this past week, they tweeted out them in their costumes. Rory Travis, Jasmine Baduwalia, Jacqueline Sislowski. They posted some great shots of them in actual tailored-to-them suits. These guys look so great. They really look like Power Rangers. They look so heroic. And I really hope that this season upticks in quality. Yes. So throughout the year, you know, we talked about the major milestones for the brand. But for the podcast, we had a pretty great year, too. Our first episode of 2018 was our interview with Sean C.W. Johnson. Mm-hmm. What a way to kick off the year. <laughs> yes when we got that cemented and once we were done hitting record i'm like yeah this is a good way to start 2018 this is awesome and then kyle higgins on the show and that was because i went to c2e2 reached out to him got to have a cool conversation with him and turns out he had listened to our past uh, Boom Studios review episodes that we did. So that was awesome to hear. Aaron Cahill, which that interview came out of nowhere. And that was great. And then the opportunity to work with Enway Games, with Renegade Games for Heroes of the Grid. And then we did our Ranger Nation spotlights. Ranger Liz, whose channel has been blowing up. John Green, Green Ranger. That was a cool conversation I had with him. Sapphire Steffi. It was... So nice to finally hang out with her and, and meet her at Power Morphicon. And then Jay at Morphin Legacy. They've been celebrating eight years. We hadn't done one in a while. And I was like, you know what? It's the 25th anniversary. We really need to focus on the fans as much as the Rangers. I'm glad we were able to do that. Hopefully more in uh, 2019. And then the conventions. C2E2, San Diego Comic-Con, Power Morphicon. These cool moments where we get to make connections and do things like interviews for the podcast and find out information and deliver that back to our audience. 
because I wish I could take all of our listeners to these things and share in the same experience. But if we can make you feel like you're there, pictures or whatever we share or whatever we talk about, that's what I hope to do for year five, too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the 25th anniversary, so much merchandise that released this year, the 25th anniversary episode, all the announcements that came that we just talked about this year. And I'm glad we were able to celebrate the 25th anniversary with listeners choice commentaries. And we only have like two or three seasons left to do at least one episode from. So we made a goal. We hit it. And that was thanks to our listeners, listeners who support us on Patreon and have these extra episodes available to do this. But the fact that we can do that, share a poll or something and get a huge response. And it's fun. I love doing those commentaries. Me too. And yeah. it's, it's always fun. Yeah, it feels like we're just watching the show and having a laugh at some of the more ridiculous moments. And it's fun to look back on these episodes and go like, man, either what the hell were they thinking or, wow, this is really ahead of its time. We've had great moments for the podcast. There's great moments in the franchise and for the fandom. So I wanted to ask you guys, what was your, maybe a couple of your really favorite highlights from 2018? The Beast Morphers reveal. Gosh, the lightning collection. Yeah. Just the, the concept, the concept of that. The idea that we're going to get civilian heads for these figures. That's completely nuts to me. I never thought that would happen again. Mm-hmm. The possibilities, all the different directions this franchise has been taking in the past like couple years. It's things that I never really thought any of it would happen. The comic book resurgence. The reimaging that's coming with that. Mm-hmm. The new take on the old franchise. Oh, and Shatter Grid. Yes. That really blew up this year. Mm-hmm. And it was so great to have that during the summer, during the show hiatus, because it kept the franchise just chugging along. And hello, hello. Hey. Holy hey. shit, that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess Amolto had a, an update. It was so weird. Like, my headphones and my speaker cut out at the same time. And Skype did this thing where it was like, your microphone is not recognized. And so it cut out and then like reestablished itself. So I have no idea what happened there. Uh, it's okay. We were entertaining ourselves with the fact that MIT apparently invented a shrink ray. Wait, what? For real? Uh, according to CNN's Twitter... MIT researchers say they've invented a way to shrink objects to nanoscale using a laser. That means they can take any simple structure and reduce it to one one thousandth of its original size. I'm getting a very Honey, I Shrunk the Kids vibe. Literally all the tweets that follow are gifts from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. (laughs) If they're not from Ant-Man or the Atom. Oh, man. Well, we could use that laser to shrink the size of this podcast um, <laughs> because I hate technology. Mm. Um, so, we, so yeah, where were we? Shattered Grid. Holy cow. That was huge. I already talked about my favorite moments. Throw it out there. AP. Just lightning collection. Beast morphers. Suits. Possibilities. Um <laughs> All of them, all the possibilities. Merchandise, maybe my cameo in episode 10. Gosh, what else? (laughs) My other cameo in episode 17. 
gosh, I have a really nice recurring role this year. Um, <laughs> okay, but what about for the podcast? The podcast. Hmm. My favorite things? Just I the mean, interviews. Yeah. The interviews we've been able to do. The Sean Johnson interview. I can't believe I made it through that. <laughs> um, not that I'm like a total fan girl. Just I love that season. And I'm just surprised I wasn't in like total shock the whole time. <laughs> That I was like talking to a cast member, like Red Ranger from my favorite season. Oh, yeah. And he was so cool. He was so chill. Like, shout out to Sean Johnson. He's the man. And it was so awesome because when we were at PMC, I got to see Sean and he was like, oh my God, he's like, Ranger Command. That was such a great interview. He's like, that was so awesome to do. He was just super nice and he had to run off to a panel, but. It was awesome. And Sasha Craig, seeing her again, and then getting that picture of the little AP figure. (laughs) Seriously, she was just so nice. And I really love that cast, too. So just the fact that we had Sean on was so great. Zach, what are some of your favorite moments? Oh, man, there were so many good ones. Getting Kyle on to talk about Shattered Grid was awesome. Yeah. I don't think it surprises anyone that we all love Shattered Grid. Being able to talk to him about that was awesome pmc of course every time i get to go to pmc i'm excited because not only do i get to hang out with my friends my amazing co-host but i also get to meet new people and getting to meet some of the actors that i haven't met before was just i mean getting to meet sean after you guys had done the interview which i wasn't available to record for yeah and joking with him about like what was he said something like uh i understand you don't care about me or whatever like the way he was so funny (laughs) And jokey, and like yeah. honestly, it was so nice to meet him, and I hope we can have him on again so that I can talk more with him. So getting to meet him was great. Honestly, not only getting Steffi on the show, but then getting to hang out and meet yeah. Steffi at PMC. She is now one of my best friends in this fandom because of that. I adore Stephanie. Because of her, I got to spend most of my convention hanging out with my favorite actors. From not only just SPD, but out of like the franchise of Power Rangers, getting to spend Sunday with Kelson Henderson at his table, getting to hang out on Friday night with Chris Violette and Matt Austin. It was amazing. And I owe that experience to Stephanie and I will forever be grateful for that experience. And that honestly, like PMC, probably the highlight of my year, because not only did I get to go to the really cool convention, but then I also got to go to Disneyland the day before and hang out with some really amazing people that we love as friends. Uh, Second Batgirl, getting to hang out with Matt Hunt, and of course, uh, Kevin, I forget what he's going by on Twitter these days. It's so long. Yeah. Kevin, get a simple name. I love you, buddy, but get a simple name. Getting to spend the time with those people who make our lives that much more enjoyable was amazing. Yeah, I think for me, hands down, Paramorphicon as as a fandom experience was incredible. It was my favorite Paramorphicon, despite some of the issues that the actual convention itself had. It's all about our friends. It's all about coming together as a fandom and seeing everyone. It's like a fandom family reunion 
and it was fantastic and it was awesome because i know stephanie was working her butt off she really hustles at these conventions to help out the actors she's absolutely amazing and honestly all the respect in the world for what she does because i witnessed it firsthand how tough it can be and she just she rolled with the punches yeah and i cannot stop gushing over how much i adore her and then how fortunate i am to know her She's an incredible person in the fandom that's that bridge between actors and fans, and she's just really cool. And then not only getting to see all of our friends, Shattered Grid Live was probably... Oh my god, Shattered Grid Live. The panel of the decade. That, honestly... I cried several times during that panel and I went into it thinking like, it'd be fun to see these actors playing these roles and just the gravitas that they actually brought to the table read. Megan Camarena as Kimberly mourning spoilers for a comic that's been out for several months now, (laughs) mourning the death of Tommy in her arms. Like, Oh my God. When I saw her out in like a public space later that night, I said, I just wanted to say, You were absolutely amazing at the table read tonight. Thank you so much for doing it. Just, yeah, getting to experience that. And, I mean, come on, David Fielding. Yeah. My my buddy, David Fielding, just knocking it out of the park with that Zordon monologue. Oh, I want to just bottle that feeling because it chills. Chills up and down. The room lost it. It, The room exploded. Yeah. That speaks to... Not only the nostalgia we feel for these characters, but also the ability of the actors to still embody that character, even mm-hmm. now after all these years, for him to just come on stage and, Rangers, we need, and just, oh, yeah. God. I gushed to David, I think, uh, Sunday before the show wrapped, and I said, listen, at the table read last night, because he had said something to me like, you know, how was it? Did you enjoy it from a fan perspective? And I said, uh, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> And also for me, it was great to have this vacation because my wife and I made a vacation of it. It was awesome just to take Teresa to her first Power Morphicon so she could be like fully immersed into this fandom. It was great just to get her reactions to first time things for her to be able to see firsthand the power of this fandom and all the cool things and the Hasbro booth killed it with all the props, oh the God, show it stuff. Was amazing. It was a perfect celebration of 25 years. I'm glad I got to experience that with my wife. I'm glad we had a vacation right before I had to do a major work convention. It was like the perfect storm of just really cool stuff happening. Yeah. And credit where credit is due. Scott Zillner put on a hell of a show this year. Like you said, there were some issues, but I will, attribute that to the fact that a it was a new venue this year and when you transfer a show of that size to a new venue there are bound to be hiccups and i mean we we said our piece on the post pmc show sure but i still like i think he deserves kudos for the quality of the show that he puts on like if we had waited in line for as many hours as we did and got into a show that was just like eh we would have been more upset about it But we got into a show where we saw the actors read Shattered Grid and put their heart and soul into it as if they were filming it. We got to go see the new Beast Morphers cast in a panel, which caused the place to explode. We got to Mm -hmm. go and get on the floor and see that amazing Hasbro booth and see the costumes and everything live, see the props up close and personal. The quality of the show is never in question. It's amazing. 
and I cannot wait for 2020. Well, it, it can be in question, but okay. Well, I, I will say from a technical the content, standpoint, the content is never in question. Right. It is the technical aspect we have issue with, but as far as content is concerned, the show always has amazing stuff. And like I said, 2020 rolls around. I'm gonna as soon as I know the dates, I'm going to my office calendar at my work and being like, yeah, I need that weekend off because I'm going to be in California. Sorry. Yeah, it's a great experience. Really the culmination of the year. So for you, the listeners of Ranger Command Power Hour, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph for your free audiobook. Any other thoughts about the year as a whole before we move on? Because not only do we have a lot of Ranger Nation answers, we got some pretty cool questions from our listeners. I kind of want to say that 2018 was a pretty big year for the fandom. Lots of big news, lots of big, exciting things, changes, announcements. And in 2019, we will get to see the results of those changes. And I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out next year. Yeah. AP? Basically the same thing. Yeah, I'm really excited for 2019. If it's as a roller coaster as this past year was, I think we're going to be in for a ride. Going into a fifth year of a podcast, that's an incredible milestone, and I hope we can live up to it. Definitely want to do some unique things this year, and I hope all of our listeners stay tuned for the ride. Yeah. So we're going to move on to our Ranger Nation Answers segment, where we asked, what was your favorite or least favorite moment in Power Rangers this year? And first off on Facebook, Charlie Shields wrote, Definitely Shattered Grid. Issue 25 literally brought my grown ass tears from the opening with Time Force to the deep emotional moment with Kimberly holding Tommy's dead body in her arms. This issue should go up there with the night Gwen Stacy died. It's that powerful. Noah Bowden said two favorite moments. First, the news of Hasbro buying the franchise. And secondly, Everything with Shattered Grid. This has been one crazy year indeed. So many changes, enough to make one's head spin. RJ Scott said, the news of Hasbro acquiring the franchise. Moving on to Twitter, Steven Martinez at Steve Martinez 90 said, uh, it's kind of tough to say this year had its downs for me. Kind of felt like fandom wise, we had a lot of downs. I'll say my favorite moments had to have been meeting new people from the show like Kelson Henderson, Mike Jen, Mingling Hugh, and the Ninja Steel cast at PMC. Lee's favorite had to be the way Bandai handled the last bit of time they had with the toy line. Writing on the show is not the best. I stopped recording on my DVR and uh, will just wait until the DVD to finish the season. And Beyond the Grid for me has just been meh. Other highlight is listening to you guys this year. It has helped me relax and just escape for the hour the an episode is released. And promise of the lightning line. Continue the great work. And here's to hoping 2019 gives us the fire that I think some of us fans need to light us up. Yep. Ah, Scotty man into the Scottyverse at Danger Ranger 1994. <laughs> nice one. Said, I'll touch the good stuff first. Dimensions in Danger and Poise Show. Shattered Grid. Soul of the Dragon. Hyperforce. 
and the surprise of We Bear Bears with the PR homage guest starring JDF. Hashtag Power Force Lives being the light that carried us in the bleak time before the Hasbro deals. The thriving of both comic lines, too. The continued upkeep of Legacy Wars, even though I don't play, is very much appreciated. I also really enjoyed that the Database Ranger live reactions became live-streamed. Orange Ranger Vid and Ranger Liz's videos really blossomed this year. Oh yeah, and Power Morphicon had amazing panels. I know management was messy, to say the least, but the panels were top-notch. I hope more live comic readings happen, whether at Ranger Stop or PMC Express. Okay, I need to take a breath. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a long one. It's a long yeah. one. The bad. About 18 to 19 episodes of Super Ninja Steel with misguided <laughs> messages and characters that didn't develop. The cast is great, but the characters weren't. And the toys. My heart sank with every report of poor quality and abandoned production. By Bandai. Amen to that. Yeah. So Sentai 5, Into the Spider-Verse. I'm sensing a theme here. Uh, at Sentai 5. <laughs> guys, guys, we record this after the uh, weekend opening of probably, yeah. in my opinion, one of the greatest Marvel movies of all time. No joke. I'm going to plan to go see it, I don't know, maybe Thursday morning or Wednesday morning. So Sentai 5, my buddy who who I met at PMC and was yep. like, hey man, I'm Sentai 5. And I'm like, oh, awesome. And like he's He was a cool guy. Uh, said Beast Morphers announcement and cast reveal, PMC, Shattered Grid, and Dimensions in Danger. Been the first time in a while where I could truly enjoy Power Rangers on multiple platforms outside of the show, especially when it's been stale the past few years. Mary Dare Bear at Derek B. Gale said, I loved how utterly unexpected everything has been. Look back at this time last year and no one could have predicted that where we'd be now. My personal favorite things were dimensions and danger and just like the fact that Shatter Grid even existed at all. Uh, Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam said uh, Shattered Grid Live. All the goosebumps, all the smiles, all the tears. So, so good. Some more favorites, the comics continuing to be amazing, and how surprisingly fun Dimensions and Danger turned out. Falcon Zord, WTF, least favorite, Bandai botching its final months handling the toy license, and bailing on Psycho Pink and Yellow. I didn't expect they'd deliver, but I hoped they would. Mismanagement of PMZ is a close second. I had a lot of fun in spite of poor handling by those in charge. And uh, on a similar note, Tyler Waldman at RSF says, Favorite, for all its faults, Power Morphicon. It's like a family reunion every time, and there are so many things that could only happen there. Least favorite. Besides the state of the show, Bandai fell short constantly. As if anybody still there actually cared, losing the toy rights gave them license to slack off. They failed to deliver on promises and turned out subpar molds, subpar paint jobs, at silly prices. God, hit the nail on the head with that one. <laughs> Solomon D at Sollyman underscore D said, Shattered Grid was the major highlight with the Hasbro acquisition being the runner-up. It pains me to say it, but the show itself was the weakest thing about the anniversary. Bob Richards at Anime Redneck 96 said, I've got to say that the year has been wild for the fandom, and while I haven't kept up with the show at large like I have previously... I think it allowed me to focus on friends in the fandom more personally and get to know folks past our mutual love for spandex heroes. Oh, wow. That's a really good sentiment. That was a good yes. sentiment. Santa Sean at Snarky Sean said, 
Comics, Hyperforce, and Dimensions in Danger were all solid ways of celebrating this. Also, the merch with the visual history and the Lineage Studio stuff are really making this even better. Agreed. Yeah. I want those pins, man. Those That pin set is awesome. And they just announced the Master Morpher one. Ooh. Yeah, it's the Master Morpher with all of Tommy's coins, Ooh. including the Turbo coin. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to have to be bought. Yeah, and it's a limited edition. I think they're only doing like a thousand of them, I think. So. <laughs> I know. I got to get those. At the end of this week, I'm definitely going to be pre-ordering and spending some money. <laughs> At the A Games 10 said, This list is basically a copy and paste from what I replied to Ranger Liz with on November 24th. Hasbro acquires Power Rangers, Beast Morphers announcement, 25th anniversary, Dimensions in Danger, and Power Rangers Street Fighter Showdown. Jim Bevan at Jim B underscore 85 said, Favorite moment, Shattered Grid. Least favorite, Super Ninja Steel. Edward Sanchez at Edward is the Man said, My favorite moment was the 25th anniversary episode, Dimensions in Danger. It was more phenomenal. Jimmy at Jimmy Wheels 21 said, Seeing Tommy morph into all colors he ever played from black to green. And not only did you see that once this year with Dimensions in Danger, you also saw it with uh, Soul of the Dragon, which just came out last week. And that was awesome. That was another thing I forgot to mention. Yeah, Soul of the Dragon and the <laughs> comics. And and yeah, I know a few people I mentioned Hyperforce as well. And Hyperforce did the big finale this year. They did the tie-in with Shattered Grid. That was a, a major moment too. Bor L at Titanium Tigre said, I know it started in 2017, but Hyperforce was amazing. And Lothian at Judith Daman said, I had two favorite moments. One, when the Hyperforce Rangers learned their characters would appear on, and later even in, the comics. And uh, number two, all of Shattered Grid live. My least favorite moment was to learn that Hyperforce Season 2 isn't confirmed yet. Sad face. Zachary Shiloh at ZachShy130 said, I'll be original. My fave PR 2018 moment was attending the New York Comic Con Beyond the Grid panel. It was past, present, and future of Boom Studios' Power Ranger comics. Got to read an excerpt from Soul of the Dragon. Met geek-level Asian there. Nick at Nickster891 said, Dimensions in Danger, Nuff said. Adam at LittleAdam87 said, Favorite 2018 PR moment, Hasbro acquiring Power Rangers. Ken Glenn at the Ken Glenn said, Favorite thing, even though for its faults, was Power Morphicon. Not sure if I can say Hasbro is a highlight yet. The excitement for something new is and has been nice. Least favorite thing is with all the shuffling. The 25th felt like it was just static and disjointed at times. Also reminding Ranger Nation that Robo-Goat man handled the great Green Ranger without breaking a sweat and therefore could be Lord Draken's threat is a favorite of mine. All hail Lord Robo-Goat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyler Brzezinski at Ty Red Boz said best Hasbro Dimensions in Danger and Shattered Grid all delivered what they promised and all were awesome to behold worst PMC organization that is just something that cannot be forgiven enough said yeah and now this is the fun part so we received quite a few questions from Ranger Nation we got some for the podcast for Power Rangers overall 
and some personal questions. So, oh, yeah. So we'll we'll get deep <laughs> into that. And really, once again, everyone, thank you for asking some questions on some really short notice today. Our listeners really kill it, and I know I can depend on them whenever we need help for the show. So speaking of the podcast, Adam at LittleAdam87 said, question for the RCPH crew, who is your dream interview guest? Ooh. Ooh, can I break for a second? I got a paper cut and it's disgusting. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, AP's dream guest is a medic. <laughs> she needs a light speed rescue. I was just going to say, would that mean Dana? We'd have to get Allison McInnes on the show. Hey, I'm I'm down for it if she is. It's okay. It'll be in the blooper reel. (laughs) (laughs) There's already a ton of good stuff in the blooper reel, including a surprise for you. Oh, f***. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not listening to that 48-minute thing. Uh, No, I will. That's fine. (laughs) I'm not listening. I'll listen to it. (laughs) The quickest turnaround on that. I have no choice but to listen to this stuff. Hey, if our listeners have to listen to it, so do you. Hey, I'm not saying from a quality standpoint. <laughs> I'm saying I have to listen to our voices all over again when I'm editing this. Yeah, like, honestly, when we first started out, I would try to listen to every episode. And then I was like, eh, I know what I said. I was there. I don't need to listen to it. <laughs> you don't listen for the little, like, outtakes at the beginning? I, I, do, I do listen for the outtakes, and okay. then I stop listening. <laughs> oh, wow. Thanks. <laughs> Glad to know that five years in. <laughs> God. I was there. I know what I said. Yeah, I was there too. I still have to listen to us again. <laughs> I'm back. Oh, yay. <laughs> We're glad you're alive. Yeah. Did you know that Zach doesn't listen to the show? He only listens to it for the bloopers that I cut together. I don't listen to any of it. <laughs> vindication even no, the episodes I you're actually, not on <laughs> no, recently i have been um i've been trying to listen to it i'm just like really behind dream interview guest Jeez. i would love if it would be able to work out if we could get kelson on the show yeah that would be really neat just because he's been in so many seasons. Exactly. It would be so unique because of his perspective of being on multiple seasons. Yeah. And like multiple eras too. For me, that'd be a dream. And you know what? I think we'll, I think we'll work it out for 2019. Oh, sweet. Cause I mean, I, I, I got to have a couple moments with him at PMC. I think it'd be pretty easy to put together. It's just, it's a time zone thing. Yeah. Yeah. We'd really have to work that out. Sasha Craig? You'd probably faint. I feel like that's one where I would definitely be in shock. Like, <laughs> actual. Like, maybe I might not make words. Like, for <laughs> real this time. I just imagine AP being like... <laughs> and, and, like, I have to, like, mute her track. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, screaming the whole time. But, nah, that would be my dream interview guest. All right, cool. Or um, just Claire Blackwelder. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, yeah, she'd be, I think she'd be a really fun guest, for sure. But, hey, Ranger Nation, let us know who you would want us to interview. 
Yeah. Two minutes there, I thought you were doing the end of show spiel, and I was, I was like, like oh, "Wait, we've got so many more questions." Hey, Raider Nation, we're over now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I felt myself like starting to do that script, and I was like, "Whoa." I, I can't say Ranger Nation in the middle of the podcast. Yeah, I was like, well, there's still quite a few more questions to go. For our listeners, let us know who your dream interview would be for us to interview, because everyone has a, a different favorite cast member. It'd be great to get someone from a, a different era that we haven't interviewed from. So that'd be cool. Moving on to some more general Power Ranger questions. Uh, Mike Lundstedt asks, can you please officially confirm or deny that you three hosts are, in fact, the Beast Morphers? I cannot. I can neither confirm nor deny. Neither can I. I choose to plead the fifth. There you go. Dill Pickle Rick asked, uh, (laughs) what other Rangers do you want released from Hasbro's Lightning Collection? And are you guys excited for Beast Morphers? Lightning collection. I mean, Shadow Ranger is in the first wave, so That's yellow. So I'm out. Yeah, like <laughs> Eric and mine's dream was realized in the first wave, so I'm I'm good. Anything else they release is just a cherry on top. Light speed. Yeah. Any light speed. Yeah. I would love it if they released more of the American-made Rangers. If they did a Spirit Ranger three pack. I would be Ooh. all over that. You literally just read my mind because I was thinking in my head, like, man, the Bat Spirit Ranger would yep. be a really cool. Mm. Aside from Shadow Ranger's helmet, the Bat Spirit Ranger is one of my all-time favorite helmet designs. That thing is ridiculously awesome. Now, that would be a cool convention exclusive. Yeah. Like no, the Spirit Ranger 3 No, Like maybe PMC 2020. Oh, or that. Yeah. <laughs> make, make it a convention I'm going to, and, and we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm going to be pandering to RJ on this one, but, I mean, Jungle Fury, Wolf Ranger. It's such it, a cool design. If it had fabric straps on the wrists. Ooh, like that little bit of extra detail. Yeah. Maybe if the plastic was a little bit textured, or if it was a softer plastic. Yeah. I just wouldn't want to take a chance of like that thing unwrapping and then I'm like, ah, my figure. (laughs) Man, that'd be awesome. Honestly, I really want to see every Ranger released. If Hasbro bought the brand for half a billion dollars, I'll help you make that money back, Hasbro. I will. Just (laughs) release more of the lighting collection. (laughs) Are you guys excited for Beast Morphers? Um, Absolutely. Heck yes. I am, but I'm worried. Mm. The only thing I'm worried about is we've got the same writers. We've got the same crew involved. I want to say I'm excited, but I'm trying to temper that excitement because I think we as a fandom are so desperate to have a good quality season, especially with the go busters footage that we're so excited that we want this to succeed. And I mean, I want it to succeed anyway, Mm -hmm. but I'm just trying to temper my expectations because I know we're still having the same creative team. Hasbro has never done a live action show like this before. They're really relying on the past crew to transition into this new phase, whatever that is. 
So, of course, yeah, oh man, a, a new season, I'm so excited. But I swear to God, if we get a fart joke in the first five minutes of the show, I think I'm out in terms of just watching the show. Thankfully, I have other options to like keep my entertainment going in this franchise, but I'm going to be really skeptical if I see the same kind of humor Mm -hmm. and quality. And it's another one of those things where I don't want to see an amazing cast like this be squandered, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. The show is not for me. I am not the target demographic and that's fine. Like, I know the show isn't going to be great. I really came to terms with that this year. I mean, Ninja Steel, we were doing episode reviews, or or I was trying to scramble to find people to review the episodes. I mean, you guys signed off on Ninja Steel, like, long before I did. And, you know, I was trying to find the positives with, like, Doug and Derek. But it was hard, and... I made the choice. I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to waste the airspace with talking Mm -hmm. about Super Ninja Steel unless it was, you know, mentioning Dimensions in Danger or whatever. I I literally watched only three episodes of this past season. Whereas before, I mean, I was like, all right, it's Saturday. Now I'm like, I really don't care. And that's not the fault of the actors. I thought the Ninja Steel cast, again, amazing, great people. But they're actors. They're paid to do a job, and that's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. It's not their fault of the quality of the writing or the direction or post-production or, or whatever. That's not their fault, and I never blame them for it. And that's why when during the Ninja Steel panel, and you know, you've got Peter up there kind of on his soapbox about, hey, we're doing a job. We don't like the social media backlash, this and that. And it puts the actors in a tough position, especially when they're supposed to put on this happy face for any potential kids that are watching their feeds or watching anything they do. In a way, they're they're under contract to promote the brand and promote the show that they're on. They're doing their job. They're doing their job. Just plain and simple. They're doing their job. When I get asked, oh yeah, are you excited for Beast Morphers? Yeah, on a base level, I'm excited about wow, what are the possibilities? Mm-hmm. What's that first episode going to be like? What's the morph going to be like? There's there's always that phase of discovery in a new season where I'm like, oh man, this is going to be so cool. But on the other hand, I've been burned in the past as the viewer of this show and trying to review some of these past few seasons has been a challenge. It's mm-hmm. It's hard to find something positive about the show when when the moral lessons are completely off or own deaf nineties for a modern children's audience. It's like this balancing act where of course I want the show to succeed. I want another 25 years of this franchise, but this year taught me that I don't have to watch the show to be involved in the fandom or to be engaging in the franchise We've got yeah. the comics. We've got Hyperforce. There's a whole game coming out next year that we're definitely going to play a game of that on this show somehow. I'll figure out a way for us to do it, even if we're spread out across the country. I don't care. We'll find a way to do it. But those are the things that excite me. Hasbro, yeah, of course, I want to review all those products. I, I want to see their quality. But the show, I'm going to temper my expectations because... 
for the past eight years, there's been some bright spots here and there, but overall it's been on this downward trend creatively, or it just feels like it's going through the motions. So yeah, I'm excited for like the things I'm, I'm always excited about with a new power ranger season. But other than that, they're going to have to work to prove to me that it's going to be a season worth watching. Yep. It's like you said, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yes. It's the same production crew and the same writers and everything, but I'm hoping it's more of a dino charge situation Mm -hmm. than a after that situation. Yeah. And Again, we can speculate all we want, but we have no idea what the mandates are from the powers that be. We don't know what's going on in that writer's room. We don't know what limitations are set forth by Nickelodeon. All we can do is speculate. That's what anyone in this fandom can do is just speculate. I just refuse to believe it's the network just based on other things that are on the network and the quality of them. That aspect doesn't add up, Mm -hmm. but beyond that it's like you said i'm not going to speculate beyond the whole fact that i'm pretty sure it's not the network all right so uh moving on kevin Trevor said have you ever had a season look terrible or silly because of the theme zords or costumes only to be completely wrong mine was rpm i didn't think the eyes on the zords were pleasing or even the suits cool and another vehicle theme season ugh. but i was wrong and it became my favorite season jungle fury when that was announced i was like mm, i don't know how i'm gonna feel because they don't have belts and then it was great it was just the belts i just remember being like <laughs> i just couldn't get my mind around that for some reason it was definitely a stylistic change and i remember when the sentai was announced even then people were like why do they not have belts this is weird <laughs> <laughs> i think that was everyone's like major complaint at the time just giant onesies they were all wearing spandex onesies <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was the belts, but everything else was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Zach, what are your thoughts on this? As someone who watches the Sentai regularly, I can't really speak to a season of Power Rangers. I put me off, but I will say I was very skeptical with Tokyo at first. Mm. And if that gets adapted somewhere down the line by Hasbro, people are going to share that skepticism, I think. But when they first revealed this, it's going to be a train Sentai. And I thought, okay, that's kind of bizarre but i mean it makes sense for the culture because you know public transportation trains what have you that's so ingrained in the culture of japan that like i can understand that and then they were like yeah also the rangers can switch colors and blue can be pink and yellow can be red and this and that and like it's imagination and they're they're it's kids and and i thought like this is gonna be a weird season mm-hmm. and then i remember just like oh, i'll watch it and it hooked me i loved the season akira the sixth ranger is probably one of my favorite that whole le motif he has with the harmonica is just awesome his is actually one of the few sentai songs that i have on my ipod because i love his song so much oh nice like his his character song yeah it's ami no chirembo and mm-hmm. it's amazing because it has that harmonica interlude that he would constantly play. Did you watch Tokyo? I don't remember. I really couldn't get into it. And, uh, it wasn't because of the theme or anything. It's again, it's a time thing. Like, yeah, I, I watch like five episodes of a season and then, Oh shoot. I got to do this every week and something else comes up. So he, 
Yeah. Well, part of his his character was he had this harmonica kind of uh, music cue, and anytime he appeared, you would hear him playing this this tune, and it was this really catchy sort of bluesy soul kind of song when the character song came out and it included that in it i said oh my god that's amazing and so uh yeah definitely took huger was a series that i was very hesitant and skeptical about uh but then when i actually got to watch the whole thing i said yeah this is a great season of sentai nice for me i'll have to agree with kevin here it was rpm at first during that time i was still like kind of into the Sentai and keeping up with it. And when those suits were first announced, I liked the suits, but then I saw the the Zords with the big googly eyes and I was <laughs> like, oh man. And, you know, I did watch a few episodes of the actual Sentai and I'm like, oh man, there's like these cute cartoon things and I don't know. And then when they finally said that it was going to be adapted into Power Rangers, I was like, how the hell are they even going to be able to do this? Just the way Eddie Gazalian was able to craft the world and make those self-referential jokes into the show. Yeah, I'm with Kevin. This became one of my favorite seasons. Right? It just it was such a goofy Sentai that turned into Terminator or Mad yeah. Max. Eddie Gazalian did a hell of a job. He really did. Sean Espinoza said... Why can't we as a fandom move on from Tommy? We're always bringing back Tommy. Yet, to be fair, he isn't a great ranger. Yes, many different powers, but there have been far greater rangers past him. Um, I will clarify one point. We as fans aren't bringing back Tommy. That's a brand decision. <laughs> yeah. That, I, I got to agree with you on that, Eric. Like the fans don't have say. The only reason they have say is because they keep poning up the money for stuff with the Green Ranger in it. And yeah. that's that's more of a fans that aren't on social media. That's fandom that from the people that only watched the first three seasons or the first season that have a nostalgia kick and oh wow jason david frank i'm there for that i guess in a way we are always bringing back tommy but we in a general like as a collective whole of a fandom yeah he's popular because his merchandise sells the most and people have a real nostalgic connection to that i do but that's the thing it's like we can't control people's tastes and if a lot of people are into tommy then i guess that's the way the cookie crumbles but reading soul of the dragon i read it i don't know if you guys have yet but it's very much uh this is the end of tommy's legacy kind of a thing as a ranger then we'll move on to what you saw him in uh, a season to remember mm-hmm. <laughs> old old man tommy where he's you know a grandpa <laughs> i get the frustration with tommy and to a lesser extent jason david frank i get people that are tired of him but if i learned anything in these past few years it's to separate the actor from the character yeah mm-hmm I'm the worst person to kind of address this, just because I am a fan of the character. Different versions more so than others. Like, mm-hmm. Dino Thunder Tommy is the best Tommy. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. At all. And I really liked him in Turbo, despite... The wackiness of that yeah. first part of the season. Yeah. <laughs> and um, his original forms are just, they're always going to be great. I like the character. He's the most recognizable one, whether we want to admit it or not. 
he's encompassed so much of the franchise. It's like, you can't not embrace that. Tommy coming back to the show in Dino Thunder is what got me watching Power Rangers again. His character brought me back. Of course, it was for that nostalgic reasons, but then discovering that, wow, Power Rangers never stopped. And I've got a lot of catching up to do. Nostalgia can be a gateway, but if that's all you like, that's cool. If you just like Mighty Morphin, on a base level, you still like Power Rangers. Maybe you're still buying things for the 25th anniversary. Maybe you're reading the comic because of your nostalgic feelings for these characters. And actors will change personalities. They're human, just like us. It's the characters that we love. Whether or not the actor embraces those ideals or not, that's a completely different thing. It's hard to argue if there's a greater ranger past Tommy Oliver. Reading Soul of the Dragon, AP, if you haven't read it yet, I think you would really like Soul of the Dragon. Mm. He's still a teacher, so there's that. So it definitely felt like this is the final story for Tommy Oliver. They left it open for the next generation with his son. And that's cool. It felt like it was closing a chapter on this character. And who knows, if they adapt that five, ten years from now and make a Soul of the Dragon live action, you'll be sure I'll be first in line to watch that. Trust me, I get it. I get that people are getting tired of him or, or whatever. But hey, if the fandom as a collective is into him, Hasbro, Bandai, Saban Brands, anyone that has a vested interest monetarily in this franchise is going to go where the money leads them. And if Tommy Oliver is a fan favorite and he's a moneymaker, then guess what? That's who they're going to go with. If we want things to change... That's going to be a, a generational shift within the fandom when these younger kids who are growing up with the Neo Saban era, who knows, in 15 years, Jaden might be the character that everyone loves. We have no way to predict that. But for right now, yeah, Jason David Frank is huge. Tommy Oliver is huge. But you can do an event like Shatter Grid, which kicked off with his character dying but have eight or 10 issues without his character and still be successful. The potential is there. It's just like what you like. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm on my soapbox today. RJ Scott asked, what are your hopes for 2019, both for the Power Rangers franchise and for your life in general? Hmm. I hope that Beast Morphers is the breath of fresh air we all want. I hope that the Lightning Collection delivers on the promises that we all hope it does. And as far as my personal life, I don't know. I just, I, I hope I continue to meet amazing people and make friends. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I just want to be happy. I want to be content. Mm. Not in like the way I want to be apathetic, but I just want to be like, I just want to be like happy and content with my life, you know? I just want to be in like a good place. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. I want the franchise to be good. I want to feel some sort of passion for the currently airing season. I mean, I don't expect it to be perfect. I don't expect to be obsessed with it, but I want to feel something when I watch it. Yeah. You know, I just don't want to be entirely apathetic towards the current season. Cause I feel like, I mean, that can only happen so many more times before I feel <laughs> like I might lose passion for yeah. the entire thing as a whole. Yeah. I totally get that. That's about it. 
So for 2019, I hope that even if Beast Morphers might be something that gave people hope up, like let's say it's not as great and everyone gets disappointed, I at least hope people give Hasbro a chance. Don't put all your egg into the first few months that they own it because you might be pretty disappointed. They're in this transitional phase in every sense of the meaning of that, of the word, of as a company, it's going to take some time. And I hope people write it out. 2019 is going to be their learning curve. I just hope we as fans continue to support the brand, but also speak up if something isn't going right. Or if something happens that is controversial or whatever happens, just be vocal, but mm-hmm. don't be a dick about it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want Hasbro to succeed because I mean this is it. If Hasbro doesn't see a return in their $500 million investment, they might bury it like they buried Mask. Mm-hmm. Let's just prove to Hasbro that we support the change, but at the same time, if you don't like an aspect of the franchise, then vote with your wallet. No one is forcing you to buy anything or watch something. And if you're not into it, don't force yourself to watch it or buy it. Vote with your wallet. And I think Hasbro is going to listen way more than Bandai America did. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. My hope is just for the fandom to just realize that this is a transitional season. Don't give your hopes up. We still have five years till the 30th anniversary. It would be amazing if we could get there. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a long road. For my life, I would love to have a child with Teresa. I'd love to start my family. And who knows what that means for this podcast, but my hope for 2019, healthy, happier, all the stuff that we try to do every year. But 2018 has been pretty good for me personally, and hopefully that continues in 2019. I can't predict the future. And that personal question leads us to a few more other personal questions before we wrap up the show. Borel at Titanium Tigri asked, what's the biggest life lesson you learned in 2018? Mm. Sometimes change is good. Mm. That's a good one. Not that I didn't know that before, but... It was more resonant this year, right? Yeah. Okay. More things in my life happened that made me really see that. Mm Mm-hmm. My biggest life lesson this year was to really just enjoy life and grab opportunities when you see them because it could definitely make things better, but you'll never know unless you don't take that chance. God, Eric, get out of my head, man. Uh, okay, I guess we I, had similar experience. <laughs> I, I literally was just going to say, like, mine is just like make yourself available. To new experiences. Take opportunities when they present themselves. Try to say yes to more things. Right. Mm -hmm. I did more traveling this year than I've ever done in my life. Mm. And that opportunity was because I was patient. My job last year around this time, I was in hell. I was one out of two people in my department after a few others in our department left because they wanted to chase other opportunities or for whatever other reason. So this time last year, professionally, I was in hell because I was doing everything. (laughs) And 
I was really looking for like a new job and I just stuck it out through the winter, through this and that, and gradually things got better. And then things got amazing, just the opportunities. So take chances to improve your situation, grab those opportunities. Like Zach and I said, I think we've all learned from 2018 that there's a lot of bad out in the world, but I think we can all come together and really make a positive change. Yeah. Yeah. Moving along those same lines, uh man, we're getting we're getting really deep here on, on Ranger Command. <laughs> Steve F at Hit People Guy asked, any specific goals not related to the podcast you three have for the year coming up? Hopes, dreams. We touched a little bit upon that. I'd say specific goals not related to the podcast for me would be become more debt free so that I can travel with my family. I would love to see my wife's country of the Philippines next year. I'd love to go back to Japan, but who knows if she gets pregnant, obviously we can't do that. So who knows, but I'm open to taking more opportunities to travel and go out there. And and that's the crazy thing. Already planning a trip to New York for Toy Fair, Already planning to go to downtown Chicago for C2E2. And that's just the beginning of the year. Like, mm-hmm. I have no idea where else I'll be traveling next year. Yeah. Gosh, hopes and dreams and stuff. Man. You can get as personal or as not as you want. I mean, you you are a Secret Ranger fan. No, but I want to be <laughs> some type of honest. Sure. Kind of goes along with hopes for my life in general. Like mm-hmm. that last the question from rj scott just want to be good you know Mm -hmm. just want to be happy i would like to go to london england Ooh, nice i went there once like years ago too long ago Mm -hmm. and i would like to go back i just thought it was beautiful there and the public transportation was amazing so um (laughs) that's always fun for me you know what our goal should be Hascon 2019, all three of us together. Yes, that's also what I was going to mention. Just all three of us. We need to... This is year five. We need to all, (laughs) like... No, I'm serious. We need to do a live podcast where it's literally the three of us in a room. Yes. Yep. I agree wholeheartedly. And I want to make that happen. Yep. Just let me know when. I'll get my time off from work. It'll be great. Yep, let's call it Hascon 2019. We all go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. Seriously. Oh, and I want to get a puppy. Just, oh. I want a new dog. <laughs> you tired of the cat already? <laughs> no, my cat, my cat is amazing. Today she climbed the Christmas tree. And by climbed the Christmas tree, I mean, like, somehow she got, like, we have a fake one. Yeah. And she climbed up the middle of it and oh used God. all the fake branches as, like, stairs, like a spiral staircase. <laughs> through the middle of the Christmas tree about as high as high as she could go and she just hung out up like in the Christmas tree for like the longest time she was just like chilling inside the Christmas tree and then all of a sudden she shot out the side of oh the Christmas God. tree like just like like middle of the tree just like zoomed out <laughs> and like so fast and so violently that it broke one of the branches so now it doesn't really stand up straight and there's this like kind of gap in the middle of the tree <laughs> that's like a christmas vacation scenario yeah, yeah. It, is. it is but 
No, my cat is amazing. And I love her to death, but I want another dog. Dogs just have that. They're mm. always like unconditionally happy to see you. Like no matter what. And I love that. Yeah. D- dogs are really nice. And you can't really hug a cat like you can, but it gets <laughs> mad at you. You can try, but I hope you have a lot of band-aids handy. Yes. So. <laughs> so the next two are not really questions, but it'll kind of nicely wrap up this episode. This very deep personal Ranger Command Power Hour. Juan Carlos Sanchez uh, said, oh, and have a happy Christmas and New Year's to the three of you and your families. And that's right, because when we release this episode, it'll be three days before Christmas. And I really want to wish all of our listeners a happy holiday season, no matter what you celebrate. Even if you don't, just have a great weekend. Let's ring in the new year with style. Year five is going to kick butt for this podcast that's a promise for me and then finally noah bowden said not really any questions but just wanted to tell you guys merry christmas and thanks for being my primary power rangers slash tokusatsu podcast to listen to yeah we really thank you guys and women and everyone children whoever listens aliens that beaming out in space who knows Um, But no, really, just like what we said at the beginning of the show, we are doing this podcast because of you, and that's why we've kept going for so long. I'm really proud of everything that we've been able to accomplish as a team, and if our listeners like the show so much, tell a friend, review our podcast, put up a review on iTunes or Podchaser or any of the links that we got in our show. Send us feedback. Like, we've got a contact form You can email us. You can add us at social media. We really take all of our listeners' comments seriously. If you like the show, tell a friend who might be interested in this content. That would really help us out for year five. Follow us on social. We're doing this for you guys, and I have fun doing it. And we wouldn't do this if we weren't having fun and if everyone wasn't as responsible as this. Like, seriously, Mm -hmm. past two days... All these comments and questions came in and every time we reach out to our listeners to help us with an episode, all of you really deliver anytime that still surprises me. That still energizes me because all of this episode is brought because of you guys, like these conversations, all this stuff that we do for the podcast. I am really rambling today. No, seriously though. And I'm sure we'll gush more for our fifth anniversary episode coming up. And Secret Ranger fans, soup, something, something, subtext. Oh slam. my God. If you don't know it by now, <laughs> we're not saying what type of subtext. We'll leave that up to you. So if you would like to have an episode reviewed for our Ranger Command Power Hour Secret Ranger fans super subtext slam session then we'll be sure to include it. We're planning that for a January 19th release. So we'll probably record it, whatever, the 14th. We've had some suggestions so far. So that's probably going to be some kind of super commentary episode. We'll probably watch three or four episodes from different kinds of subtext and wow it's a slam session i suppose so i was just i thought it was gonna be like a a recurring one-off like oh it's time for the subject slam session here's an episode or two not like here's four or five we could do that too i'm just talking out my ass 
because we haven't planned it yet. <laughs> it's in the idea stages, Zach. Yes. So, yes, maybe 2019 is the year of uh, Subtext Slam sessions. Mm-hmm. And that'll be our theme. Because once we've done at least one commentary from every season, then it opens up. We could do five in a row from SPD. I don't care. But we'll keep it open to our listener suggestions. Mm -hmm. But to that effect, we do have one more episode of the year coming out on the 29th. It's extra episode 46, which is a Rangers commentary. And then our first episode of 2019, episode 132, will be our Ranger Nation spotlight with mostly speaking Sentai with James and Nicole. We're planning something cool. We're going to do an episode of their podcast where Zach and I and possibly Teresa are going to watch an episode of Die Ranger or two and then talk about it. They are a really cool podcast. Check them out. They're local to Chicago. James is a pretty cool dude. I've been messaging him back and forth. Really cool people. They've got like, at the time of this, they've got nine episodes of their podcast released already. They really focus on people who have never watched Super Sentai before. Local Chicago artists and music people and all that stuff. So, Zach, we'll be the first guests of theirs that actually know what sentai is when we watch die ranger which will be pretty fun because i've actually never seen die ranger well there you go and i haven't watched a lot of it either so at least we'll be new to that and then extra episode 47 will release on the 19th our first super subtext slam session man that's gonna be a mouthful and then on january 26th episode 133 will be our fifth anniversary special and that will release a day after our official podcast birthday. And the reason I'm able to preview all that is because I've been planning ahead. (laughs) (laughs) To our listeners, once again, thank you so much. So Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at RangerCommandPH. Please stop following RangerCommandDX. That is our backup account. There's been a couple people and I'm like, just go to the PH. Ranger Command Power Hour, all one word on Instagram and Facebook. We recently passed 1,500 likes on Facebook. So thank you so much to our listeners on Facebook. We're close to 1,000 on Instagram. I got cool stuff planned the fifth anniversary of this podcast. So just watch out because we're, we're going to kick butt yep (laughs) and i'm tired so (laughs) but thanks everyone for listening thank you bye been a crazy year (laughs) i never know how to end the show yeah five years of this podcast we don't know how to end the show (laughs) why do we sound like ghosts because we all We're the ghost of Ranger Pass. It's a Christmas thing. (laughs) I'm aware. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph. And like us on Facebook.com slash Ranger Command Power Hour. 
This is Truckee B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour, and you are listening to the Four Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks 